last time on the case of the time trip. There seems to be a problem with our bookkeeping. One of my enforcers, a slimy little worm named Sammy the Squeak, has been bringing in significantly less than normal. Maybe folks have been getting lucky? Nobody gets lucky in my establishments. Of course. I had Mr. Tick and Mrs. Talk track the squeak. And do you know what they found? I got a feeling you're about to tell me. The squeak is running his own game. Side hustle. With my money. Who are you? Wren. Calpurnia Wren. I work for an organization known as the Gatekeepers. Leave my dog alone, you bastards! You want to save your dog? Explain the magic of your watch! <laughs> boss? What is it? Can't you see I'm busy? Sorry, boss, but there's a gentleman to see you upstairs. What do I care who's come to indulge in the pleasures of Club Silencio? It's Jack Tracer. And he has the Squeak's cards. And now, on to part two of the case of the time trip. Welcome to Neon City, where the lights are bright but darkness looms, where Detective Jack Tracer spends his evenings investigating the strange, eerie, and unknown. What secrets lay hidden just beyond the street lamps? Find out on Neon Nights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer. After I made my presence known, I picked out a nice quiet table in a corner, away from the stage. In my experience, men like Dorado always made you wait. No reason to attract attention. In a seedy establishment like this, there was bound to be someone I've captured or exposed. I had to be careful. If what Franzini and Ren told me was true, who knew what kind of power Dorado was hoarding at his club? I kept my head down and ordered a cheap drink. The other patrons gathered at their tables and turned toward the stage. The lights dimmed, the club went silent. A young woman walked out to center stage and gazed at the audience. Around her neck hung a large, red heart-shaped jewel. She approached the mic and opened her mouth. Cracks! The world is splintering and blew apart and now it's all covered in debris. And it's sad that I did my part, but all I feel are broken pieces digging into my feet. And the clouds, they pour down. The song, it didn't come from a mouth. Her voice carried through the club, but her lips didn't move. We were all transfixed by the haunting melody, which seemed to come from the stone around the young woman's neck. 
Mr. Tracer. Sir? Huh? Oh, uh, right. How long is a two-bait gangster gonna keep me waiting? If I were you, I'd have a little more respect for Mr. The Rock. He'll see you in his office now. This way, please. Mr. Tracer, Jack, I've heard a lot about you. <laughs> Funny. I just learned about you last night. Welcome to Club Silencio. I take it you've been enjoying yourself. Not my sort of thing. Too loud. Too much fake gold. You enjoy a good drink, do you not? I'll have an occasional whiskey or two. Mr. Tracer, I have a whiskey that can make you as strong as a gorilla. A gin that allows you to communicate with the spirit realm. Sounds a bit too fancy for my taste. <laughs> what exactly is your interest in me, then? A man you've only learned about last night. I think you lost something. The shark sent you, didn't he? Franzini isn't pleased with your schemes. You're changing the rules, playing with magic. He's an old-fashioned crook. Thinks you should keep the supernatural out of crime. Funny. I never would have believed you could work for such a lowlife. Let's just say I take an interest in unusual cases. Like these cards. Not your best idea, handing them over to Sammy. The squeak was weak. I knew he wouldn't keep my cards safe, but I just couldn't resist taking one of Franzini's men from under his nose. It's a good racket, but not exactly subtle. I've stayed hidden long enough. I want all of Neon City to see who's in charge now. Yeah, you strike me as the kind of guy who would take a stupid risk just to prove a point. Watch what you say, Mr. Tracer. I've had men killed for less. I'll take my chances. You want I should mess him up, boss? No, 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 not yet. Mr. Tracer, if my sources are correct, you're just the kind of expert I need around here. I'm sure I can persuade you to abandon Francini. You don't want to stake your reputation on scum like him. Seems to be a lot of persuading going around these days. Keep the cards. I've grown tired of them. Gee, thanks. You have experience with the unusual? The strange and arcane? That's right. I've got something that's right up your alley. Bring in the girl. Yes, sir. By now you're probably wondering what's in it for you, yes? How would you benefit from a relationship with Hugo Dorado. The thought did cross my mind. I'll show you. Uh, you caught the act on stage, did you not? The girl? Yeah. She's quite the singer. Is she? She's never sung a single note in her life. Oh, really? No doubt you noticed the heart-shaped stone around her neck. I saw it, yeah. Her voice does not come from her lips, but from the stone. 
Like most of my treasured possessions, it's magic. Huh. That's a neat trick. Courtesy of Corazón de la Vida. That's the name of the philosopher's stone she wears. A philosopher's stone? You've heard of it. Then you know what it can do. I've never heard of a philosopher's stone that could sing. It can do a great many things, Mr. Tracer. A great many things. You see, whatever you've heard of me, I'm not a bad man. I use my treasures to bring beauty to this dark city. A light to cut through the fog. Who could object to that? Yes, Hugo? Encarnacion, my love. Come here, please. I'd like you to meet a friend of mine, Jack Tracer. Jack, this is Encarnacion de la Vida. Pleased to meet you. Right back at you. Jack would like to see a demonstration of your stone's powers, my dear. Would you be so kind? As you wish, Hugo. Here, use this. An ordinary coin comprised of copper and nickel. It has some value, but just like you, Mr. Tracer, it could be so much more. Show him, dear. Incarnacion took the coin into her hand, and the stone around her neck began to pulse with a soft, crimson light. As she held the coin, I took in the young singer. She looked... Tired. Not in a way most of the drunken regulars of Silencia would have noticed, but in a way I knew all too well. In her short life, she had seen too much, done too much, and that experience hung on her heavier than the swirling fog outside the club doors. The soft pulse from the stone stopped, and she opened up her hand, and there, the center of her palm sat the coin. Take it, Mr. Tracer. It's gold. Quite real, I assure you. So is all the gold in my club you dismissed as fake. I have no need for simple tricks when I have such power at my disposal. Where did you get it? I acquired the stone when I acquired Encarnacion. The stone is hers? The Corazon was passed down her family for generations. They were wanderers. I saved Encarnacion from a life on the streets. She and the stone are the pride of my collection. You think I'm interested in sharing your power? On the contrary, Mr. Tracer. I think you're interested in preserving my power. Why else do you think I allow Encarnacion to sing? Why do you think I fill my patrons' glasses with the finest wines from bottles that never go empty? Why do the lights of my establishment seem to glow and warm this club without a single bulb? A light to cut through the fog. Think of the knowledge I could share with you. Think of how a partnership with me could help you save the poor citizens of Neon City. There are things out there in the darkness that you can't fight with a magic stone. The stone is just the beginning. Soon I shall create the circumstances which shall solidify my power. 
And if you find yourself on the wrong side, Jack, life will not be pleasant, I'm afraid. <laughs> it can't be any worse than it is now. Are you so sure of that? Don't get me wrong, Dorado. This is some impressive stuff here. But what are you talking about? That would require changing the rules of time and space. Nothing good can come of this. Not the rules, Mr. Tracer, just the circumstances. It's not like you've got a, I don't know, a time-traveling watch or something, right? <laughs> what did you say? Was I right? Who told you about the watch? Lucky guess. Mr. Tracer, it appears I was mistaken. You did not come here on Francini's behalf at all. It is clear your intentions are of a nefarious nature and you have no place in my plans. Boys, rough him up and throw him out. No, wait. You don't have to do this. I can help you. Come with us, Mr. Tracer. Was it something I said? And stay out. Probably not my best move there. <clears throat> I'll say. Probably not a great idea to mention the watch like that. Ren. Thanks for all your help when he beat me up, by the way. Sorry, Jack. Can't compromise my cover. How do you know what happened in there? I slipped a listening device into your pocket. My organization likes to keep tabs from afar. Great. Glad to know the organization has my back like that. We stay out of the way until it's absolutely necessary. So, what now? Now we make contact with our friend on the inside. The prisoner? I couldn't get near him. I was hoping mentioning the watch would get me- Mr. Tracer, are you alright? Huh? Oh. Hi. Uh, Incarnacion, right? Hello, Miss Wren. How's it going, Connie? Wait. You two know each other? Of course. She's our friend on the inside. You? <laughs> You're hurt. Here, let me help you. I think I need a doctor. Let me see what I can do. Oh, careful. Ah, 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 hey, 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 that tickles. Huh. I feel... I feel better. You healed me. There is great magic in the stone. Dorado's only interested in its superficial powers. But it is capable of so much more than simple parlor tricks. How did you get mixed up with a guy like that anyway? The stone has been in my family for years. The De La Vidas protected it. When I was born, I couldn't speak. My mother gave me the stone. It gives me my voice. It gives me my song. Then Dorado came. My mother told him that only someone with De La Vida blood could harness the power of the stone. Dorado made her an offer to buy the stone. And myself. My mother refused. He slaughtered her, along with the rest of my family. 
He took me from my home. I was only a child. I am so sorry. Now that I have grown, his attentions towards me have changed. I knew I had to do something to stand up to him. That's where the gatekeepers came in. With Carney's help, we've made sure to keep Dorado's power in check as much as we could. Too long have I been his prisoner. It is time we put an end to his power once and for all. That's the kind of spunk I love to hear. What do you have in mind? You were right about the watch, Jack. Dorado is planning on using it to go back in time and change certain events in order to consolidate his position atop Neon City's criminal underworld. But he hasn't learned how to use it yet. There's a man chained up in his basement who can help us. A man? What sort of man? A time traveler. Yes. Can you take us to him? Follow me. Meanwhile, Trip Time Skipper, still chained to the basement of Silencio, looks for a way out of his increasingly grim situation. Hey. Hey. Hey, you! Could you give my dog some water? I think he's thirsty. Shut up! No food or water unless the boss says so. Come on. Minute, never hurt anybody. Have a heart. I said, shut up! It's okay, buddy. We'll get out of this. We got a mission, remember? You and me. We're gonna save the universe and then go back home. Isn't that right? You ain't going home, time skipper. You're gonna die here. Before Dorado's through with you, you're going to beg him to kill you. Even if you tell him how to use that watch, there's no getting out of this one. If you don't let me go, the silence will kill us all. Yeah, and I know the first thing that needs to shut up. Hey! Let go of my dog! It's okay, Minute. It's okay. He won't hurt you. All I gotta do is snap his little neck and your friend is history. If you hurt him, I swear I'll- You what, huh? You're chained to the wall. You're helpless. What can you possibly do? He can't do much, but his friends might. Where are the keys? Here, on this hook. Unchain him. We're all right. We're all right, bud. I missed you, too. I hear you're a time traveler, and Dorado's stolen something from you. We'd like to help you get it back. He's a cruel man. I'm sorry for the way he's treated you. It's okay. You get used to it at my experience. Jack. Jack Tracer. Private first class trip time skipper. United States Army from Massachusetts. Time Skipper? That's quite a name. So is Tracer. Fair enough. I'm Calpurnia Wren. I work for the Gatekeepers. You're a Gatekeeper? Why didn't you say so? You're familiar with them. Yeah. I've been waiting for one of you to find me. It's because of the Gatekeepers that I'm on my mission to defeat the Silence. The Silence? 
It's like a disease. At first, you don't even know it's happening, but as its power grows, it brings death and darkness to everything it touches. The fog. Yeah. You're actually lucky. It hasn't taken complete control of this reality yet. But a darkness is coming. This city, this reality, hell, every reality in the multiverse is falling under the shadow of a vast and unflinching evil. If left unchecked, the silence will consume everything. We've got to get you out of here and get that watch. But how do we deal with Old Dorado? He's got plenty of muscle. Not to mention a hell of a lot of magical objects to protect himself with. We need a distraction. I know just the thing. <gasps> the table! It's gold! The fly is good. It's a gift from Dorado. Quick, take what you can. Incarnacion certainly created a distraction. Clutching her stone in one hand, she turned the entire floor and every object she touched into pure gold. The main floor of the club became an uproar. People crawling over one another to get their hands on objects she had turned into treasure. Men and women punching and kicking to get their hands on golden plates and cups. Encarnacion slowly made her way through the club, her face showing the strain she was under. Using this much of the stone's power was clearly difficult for her. Heart around her neck. It's a philosopher's stone. Yeah, tell me something I don't know. You don't understand. I've been searching for that stone. It's what I need to- Quiet! Quiet! Silencio! What the hell is going on here? Encarnacion, what do you think you're doing? Sorry, Hugo. She had nothing to do with it. It was my idea. No, it wasn't. I knew what I was doing. Oh, my dear. Such a pity. Mr. Tracer chose his path. He didn't have to take you down with him. I don't think she fits in with your crowd, Hugo. Not anymore. Shall I shoot them down, sir? In a second. We're in no rush. We've got all the time in the world. And you, Mr. Timeskipper. It seems that there is no reasoning with you. Is this what you were looking for? It's just a broken watch, Dorado. What use do you have for it? When I give it back the trip. It's not just a watch, Mr. Tracer. Magic cards, philosopher's stones, all these things are mere trinkets next to the ability to travel through time. I knew someone who felt exactly the way you do. Things did not end well for him. This watch is your only way home, is it not? What would happen if I destroy it? <laughs> and give up your chance to change the past in your favor? I admit it will be a tragic loss, but you have forced my hand. Unless... Tell me how it works. Help me undo all this. Last chance, Mr. Timeskipper. Show me how to use the watch and I will send you home. Deny me, and you will be trapped here for the rest of your life. Which won't be long, I assure you. 
Wait! Don't do it. Don't destroy it. My dear, you've done enough damage for one evening. We'll discuss your punishment once I dispatch with these gentlemen. The watch. I can make it work. Connie, what are you doing? I know the secret of the watch. Why it won't work for you. What is it? Tell me! It has no power. It needs a boost. It has no power? What do you mean? My stone can power the watch. That's all it needs. Just a bit of magic. Of course. How could I be so stupid? The answer was under my nose the whole time. The Corazon can power the watch. It's so obvious. I will help you. But if I do, you must promise me one thing. Let my friends go. Encarnacion, no, don't do it. Your friends. I don't want anyone else to get hurt. I will give you what you want. Just let them go. Please. Come here, my dear. Closer. Closer. You would help me just to save your friends. Yes, I would. I think you'll help me regardless. Because you have no choice. Uh, Incarnacion! You and your precious stone are mine. I have no further use for your friends. Shoot them down! At once, sir. What the? What's going on? Kill them! I'm trying. Uh, uh, uh. I don't think so. Your guns are neutralized, Dorado. You won't get rid of us that easy. You fools! I'll go back in time and destroy you all! Encarnacion, fix the watch now! I'm sorry, Dorado. What? I'm sorry. We all watched in silence as Encarnacion reached and touched Dorado's face. He held onto the time watch with his outstretched hand. Encarnacion closed her eyes and the stone around her neck began to glow. Before our eyes, Dorado's face turned into pure gold. The gold creeped around his neck and into his arms and legs. His body shimmered like a mirage before his humanity completely disappeared into a block of precious metal. As the last inch of his fingers turned, Dorado let go of the watch. Trip, look out! No, I got it! I got it. It's still in one piece. Uh, Connie, are you okay? I'm fine. Just tired. That was incredible! Dorado's turned into the very thing he desired most. He always saw himself as a golden god. Encarnacion gave him what he wanted. And I've got my watch. Now you can use it to go back home. Yes, but... It's a bit more complicated, I'm afraid. Why's that? Encarnacion, you were right. I'm sorry, but I need your stone to power my watch. My stone? It's the reason I came here. But it's useless to you. Trip, you can't take that from her. Her voice is in that stone. I know, and if there was any other way... She just got her freedom, Trip. You can't take away her voice. I'm sorry. But the danger of the silence is still very real. 
That stone is one of the few objects powerful enough to dispel the darkness. You're asking her to give up her only link to her past, to her family. I know, but this is bigger than any of us. There's gotta be another way. It's alright. I'll do it. What? As long as it has existed, this stone has brought nothing but trouble to my family. Yes, it gave me my voice, but that voice was not mine. That voice was borrowed. And if giving it back is the only way to save this world, it seems like a small price to pay. Connie. Besides, you all have already helped me so much. This is the least I can do in return. Here. Thank you. Now I just need to draw the circle and place the stone in the center and speak the incantation. Here we go. The arrow of time does not move in one direction. It radiates in all directions simultaneously like a prism. When energy expands, chaos increases. I cast disorder out of Neon City through the power of time! Zero one zero one zero 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 one one zero one zero zero one zero one one zero one one zero one zero one one zero zero one zero one. Come on, come on, boy. Jack! Even with the light of the stone, the silence will try to fight back. There will still be dark days ahead for Neon City. I know. I've seen it. You must prepare yourself for what lies ahead. Wait! What? What's coming? Trip! I've seen some strange things in my time. Face down vampires, ghosts, man the lords of hell, but this was different. As Trip spoke his words, the circle on the floor began to glow, and a beam of light shot from Encarnacion's stone. The beam shot straight through the roof of Club Silencio, exposing the club to the gray, foggy sky. But as the beam intensified, the fog melted away. Blue peaked through the mist. The stone pulsed once, and the beam seemed to explode in the sky, driving away every remaining cloud. And then, the room stood silent. Trip had vanished, but there, on the floor where he stood, lay the stone, left behind, unharmed. I picked it up. I believe this belongs to you. I've still got my voice. And Hugo was gone. It's been so long since I've known what it's like to be free, I don't really know what to do next. Have you ever thought about joining a secret organization? We could use another gatekeeper like you. Do I still get to sing? Hell, get a beer or two in me and we'll make it a duet. What about you, Jack? Looks like you've got everything handled in here. Crawling back to that cave you call your office? Well... I don't expect Franzini is going to pay me for this job. And after what we did to Tick and Talk, I suppose he'll show up at some point to express his displeasure. Look around you, Jack. There's enough gold here to soften a crook's forgiving heart, even one as black as Franzini's. That's a good point. I don't think he'll be too upset. And it, if you want to, you could help yourself to some of Encarnacion's gilded handiwork. I won't tell. 
You're pretty alright, Calpurnia. I hope our paths cross again one day. Call me Ren. Take care of yourself, Jack, and don't worry, I won't be far. We like to keep an eye on people like you. <laughs> Gee, thanks. Now if you excuse me, I'll get a team in here to recover Hugo's collection. Strange, isn't it? All this trouble over a couple of trinkets. It's not the objects themselves. It's what they mean that matters. Your power comes from the heart. Your true heart. Not some stone. Where do you think Trip went? I don't know. Fighting the silence somewhere else, I suppose. Maybe he went back home. Yeah. Home. I should be headed there myself. Take care of yourself, Encarnacion de la Vida. Until we meet again, Jack Tracer. I nodded my goodbyes, left the club, and walked out into the bright sunshine. It was a strange night that had turned into an even stranger day. I'm still not sure I understand everything that happened in Silencio. Was the silence really gone? Or was Trip right? Was it only a brief reprieve? And what about the gatekeepers? How long had they been keeping an eye on me? Too many questions left unanswered. But right now, answers can wait. The couch in my office was calling my name. I closed the blinds and settled in to get some shut-eye. I hoped the excitement of the past day would be enough to keep my insomnia at bay. (laughs) I shouldn't have worried. It wasn't long before the Sandman made his long-awaited appearance, and I was gone. Gone for good. Neon Knights, The Arcane Files of Jack Tracer was co-created by Will Snyder and Rachel Craig and is an evil kitten production. Time Trip was co-created by Gabe Templin and Orlando Segarra and is a Just Press Playhouse production. Our theme song is done by Daniel Carl with additional music by Kevin McLeod and Dr. Saxlow. The Just Press Playhouse theme is by The Brooklyn Bystander. This episode was written by Aaron Sarka and directed by Will Snyder. Sound design is by Will Snyder. Jack Tracer is played by Will Snyder. Calpurnia Wren is played by Lindsay Kelly. Hugo Dorado is played by Orlando Segarra. Trip Time Skipper is played by Gabe Templin. Encarnacion is played by Esteboliz Martinez Chiapa. The Dorado Thugs are played by Edward Rob Wilson. Minute the Dog is played by Orlando Segarra. And narration is provided by Phil Blackman. Please visit our websites, evilkittenproductions.com and justpressplayhouse.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Jack underscore Tracer and at JP Playhouse. If you like our show, please consider becoming a patron of Evil Kitten Productions. Just head to patreon.com forward slash Evil Kitten Productions. We have tiers and rewards that can fit any budget. And finally, please consider giving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, both us and the wonderful folks over at Just Press Playhouse. Thank you so much for listening.